Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Sport Clips Hall of Fame podcast. My name is Chad Jordan. I'm the Director of Marketing for Digital Services here at Sport Clips. And um, surviving a food coma with me right now is uh, is Mr. Can I have you introduce yourself yeah. to me? Yeah, uh, my name is John Lester. I'm the Field Marketing Director at Sport Clips. All right, and we, uh, we're we recovering. Uh, we uh, Please feel sorry for us right now. We're in Waikiki. Uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, as John has been opening up HI-103 this week, and uh, so we just got, had a wonderful breakfast, and we thought it'd be a good idea. Well, wh before we fall asleep and crash and burn, let's go ahead and bang out the podcast and, uh, and, and share little insights into John's role, but also what, what we're really particularly looking at today is giving everybody a behind-the-scenes glimpse at what it takes to open a brand new Sport Clips. And uh, part of the, the challenge in, in opening new Sport Clips sometimes is you're in a, a, either a new territory or you're in a market that there aren't a, a lot already, so you're really having to get the word out. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, any challenges that might get faced in a, in a grand opening and how to overcome them, the, the highs, the lows, all that kind of stuff that comes with it because we, we really believe uh, the more knowledge that our, our managers and stylists and other team leaders have about what it takes to open a store, I think the, the greater the appreciation for, for, sure. for everything that goes into it. So so uh, so quickly, John, you're, you're a father. Uh, you have two twin boys. I do. Uh, that are four, four and a half. Four and a half. And they're with Nana and Papa or, they are. Uh, yeah. this week. And, and you're out here with uh, with your wife, who hopefully is, is uh, sleeping still. We're, we're She's probably sleeping. Right okay, now. all right. We're recording this <laughs> first thing in the morning because John <laughs> has got to get out into the field. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about... Uh, this is your second time opening a store in Hawaii, is that right? Or? This is the th actually the third time. It's the third third, third store that's third gotten store. open, yeah, and second store. time you've done one yeah. here, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I know your role as a, a field marketing director. Am that's I getting right. that right? Field marketing director. So it's not just grand opening. So give me a, a quick uh, run through of, of what your role is, and then we'll get to the grand yeah. opening. Yeah. So uh, what I focus on is a lot of it is grand openings, working mm -hmm. with the franchisees, team leaders, to build a, a local store marketing plan for their store. Okay. Uh, I have a team of seven FMCs. Okay, which uh, stands for? Field Marketing Coordinator. All right. And what they do is they go out to the Grand Open, like what I'm doing this week, and they work with the team to really build that relationship in the community. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, giving out coupons is a component of that, of course, right? Yeah. So their goal is to give out 10 to 15,000 coupons oh, wow. in a week, right? But it's more importantly, it's about training the team, getting mm -hmm. involved with the community, working with the schools, finding fundraisers. Finding those upcoming opportunities are really key for the store. And so there's seven FMCs. Are they located throughout the country? Are they, are they at headquarters? The, yeah, where? all throughout the country. So okay. we have, anyways, you know, Kyle's in Phoenix where I'm at. Mm -hmm. We have Cindy out in Texas. We have Chris in Ohio. Uh, David is soon to be in Florida. He's located okay. in Orlando. Okay. Uh, we have Kyle, Linsner, the other Kyle, yeah. in Austin. Uh, Austin okay. And they're in Minneapolis right now. Yes. Um, so we're kind of spread out throughout the country. Okay. Which is cool. Every, every day is different for right. us, right? And uh, so how, do, how does it how does it get, uh, how do you know which FMC will help uh, each store or grant? It's a, it's a good know. question. So, you know, we try to look at their regionally and it makes sense like, okay, you know, Chris is in Ohio. If we're having a store in Ohio okay. or in the area, we'll probably send Chris. But it doesn't always work out perfect like that because yeah. stores get pushed and it kind of depends on a lot of its availability. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of where they need us. So yeah. that's a high travel job. It is. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And when they come in to <clears throat> like help out with a grand opening or something, 
uh, it, they fly in one day and fly out the next, or it's, what's the process? Usually, it's Monday through Thursday. So okay. they arrive Monday afternoon. Okay. They leave uh, Thursday evening. Uh, so they're, they're about three and a half days in the market, uh, and really they're at the exposure of you know the, the team. So right. really working with the team, doing a pep rally. A lot of think a lot of people think local store marketing, they think couponing, and, and yeah. really that's not the point, right? Mm-hmm. It's about you know, couponing is a component of what, what they do, but it's more about working with the team and finding those key opportunities. So there's seven. Uh, we uh, we traditionally, seven plus you, I guess, right? Right. So, okay. Right. Uh, what do you count for? Probably two or three, I guess. <laughs> if, you, if you've ever seen John before, he's a, he's a hulk of a man. Uh, so there's seven of y'all, eight, but there, we, we're opening 100 to 150 locations a year. Sure. So yeah. you guys are probably... Uh, you, know, you know, running with your hair on fire. It feels yeah, like the, you're always... The average FMC is probably on the road maybe 30, 40 times a year. Mm-hmm. So pretty significant. And it, how how are you then able to give each store the dedicated time, energy, effort that it needs? Is this... You guys are a well-oiled machine at this point or is there is there a challenge there sometimes it's, to feel like... It, it can be challenging sometimes mm-hmm. for sure. But uh, that's probably where my role comes in to really okay. work with the, with a team leader and, and working with... Uh, with the FMC kind of building that bridge and, mm-hmm. and following up also because follow ups are really important. So, the team leaders or, or franchisees, we call our franchisees team leaders, as you mentioned. Uh, the the one here, Eddie Kahn. Yeah. He yeah. this is his third store that his he's third opened. Third store. Yeah. So, uh, can you explain to me the difference in, in helping a team leader that has experience with the grand opening versus uh, kind of a rookie team leader? Yeah, uh, and there, there's a difference. I think a lot of it is just the the, the expectations on what they you know. Because I think at the point, like with Eddie, he's opened two stores already, so mm-hmm. he kind of knows what to expect, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and he understands, you know, setting time aside for the team to work on, on the local store marketing part of things and, and all that. Where I think uh, a rookie uh, team leader uh, may understand the, the amount of time it takes to to local store market, right? And you know, whether it's behind the chair or things of that nature are they uh, do you think a rookie team leader is hoping the doors open and then it's just a flood of clients that come sitting in the chair that's, that's that the expectation the for, that might be the case for some of them for yeah. sure you know but I, I always tell them it's uh, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a lot of work but it's also very rewarding because mm-hmm. local store marketing the philosophy for me is no one within five miles of your store should know that you're there mm-hmm. and I've marketed for stores that have been open for 10 15 years and I'll literally go across the street and they're like, what's sport clips? Right. Who are you? Or sports clips. Sports clips. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it kills me every time. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so you can never assume that people know who you are. Um, so that's what's so key about local store marketing in general, especially for a great opening, because it accounts for about third percent, a third of the, the clients who come in for the six months yeah. is done through local store marketing. Wow. I, and I, I will attest, I, I visited the, the new store, HI103. Yeah. I will never be able to pronounce the name of the town that it's in. Kapuhea. Kapuhea. Okay, thank you. Kapu-e. That's what you're here for. Uh, and as I was driving in, you had wind signs. Yeah, there were. Yeah. It was yeah, so awesome. available for mm-hmm. me to be able to find as someone who I was trying to. I'm a. I'm. A, I have a rental car. I'm a tourist. <laughs> right. I don't really know where to go, yeah. and yet it it kind of gently guided me to where I was. Yeah. Uh, so even the other day when you were there, uh, I think a mom came in with her son from yep. New York, right? Right. Yeah. So it was just one of those situations where she probably saw the wind feather. Yes. Or the, you know, she, she, she told me she was at, there's, it's near a Walmart. Right. And there was a sign by the Walmart pointing to where the sport clips yeah, was. And she powerful. looked at her son's yeah. mop of hair <laughs> and said, this kid needs a haircut, even though we're on vacation. 
and right. so they came. They came over. Yeah. Uh, so, what what other efforts do you guys put into a, a grand opening in terms of getting the word out? You mentioned uh, 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 local community organizations mm -hmm. and, and things like that. What what else are you doing besides signage and coupons? Well, signage is important, but some cities don't allow signage. Mm -hmm. They're a lot more strict. So yeah. Eddie's very fortunate that the city of Capole will let him do yeah. that, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, some stores are not as fortunate. But uh, other things we do is get involved with the schools. Obviously, this time it's, we're recording this in the summer, so it's a little bit yes. more challenging yeah. to, to do stuff with schools this time of year because you're out of school. But this time of year, we're looking at uh, you know churches for uh, you know summer camps, right? Mm -hmm. uh, YMCA's uh, for summer you know summer activities. Yeah. Um, libraries for summer reading programs. So we're kind of looking at things of that nature. Obviously, next thing coming up right now, as of recording this, is Fourth uh, of July. Right. So what kind of things can we? do for the 4th of July? Are there any upcoming events that we can involve with parades? Yeah, block parties or and block stuff. Block parties, yeah, yeah. you know. So you have to kind of look at your what's going on this time of year and cater it. Obviously, we're in Hawaii. Golfing is a big thing. Yes. Right? So, so you've been suffering this week suffering. and going to the golf courses. and <laughs> Going yeah, to the golf courses. That's... You know, talking to the golf pro, for example, the other day I went to oh, one cool. and talked to the golf pro and, hey, you know, we're, we're sport clubs. We're a new business neighbor. We want to come by and, and drop off some coupons for your team. But do you have any events or tournaments we can get involved with? Are there mm. any goodie bags that we can provide? Free haircuts for or anything like that. Yeah, and they're very open to doing it generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a perk for them. I yeah. mean, it's a, definitely a bonus. Yeah. So because I think if you put a value on what you're giving them, so like instead of me saying here's a free haircut coupon, I think it's more powerful for me saying this this ticket is good for a twenty six dollar value and you get an MVP experience. Right. And this is what it's what this is what you get with it. Yeah. It's not just a haircut. This is you know steam towel, shoulder right. massage, you know all that good stuff. All right. Uh, so we are in Hawaii, obviously. It comes with its blessings and obviously its challenges. Sure. What 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 do you do in a in a market where you're opening? It's the middle of winter. It's a cold territory. Yeah. What 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 do you do to uh, to bring people in? Maybe it's bad weather, rainy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, what what kind of things can you do in those sorts of instances? I was opening a store in South Dakota in the winter once, and it was like I think with the wind chill, it was negative thirty five below. Oh, and you're and you're from Arizona. I'm from Arizona. <laughs> And so I'm all bundled up, and I literally had a, a drink in my car, and I come back five minutes later, and it's like slush. It's oh. like ice. It's that, it was that cold. My eyeballs were freezing. But I still had, I still beat the streets, and I think my coupon redemption was super high because people felt sorry for me. Because you know? <laughs> yes. I'm like, my hands. You know? but, uh, you're not from around here, are you're you? Not from around here, right. Um, but the point is you have, to, you have to go out. You have to go do it. Yeah. You, know? you have to let people know, engage in the community. And, uh, and is it just you, or are you taking some team members from the store with you every always, time you go out? I always encourage you to take team members okay. with me, for sure. Because I always tell you, know, I, can, I can fish for you and feed you for a day, or I can teach you how to fish and feed you for a right. lifetime, right? right? And that's my, my philosophy I'm going into this, because I, I feel terrible in situations where I go to a store and the team's not available to marketing. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, that's not the case here. I went marketing with some girls the mm -hmm. other day, so it was mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when when you take them out, are you kind of leading the charge, or after a while, are you kind of sitting back it's, and letting them kind of a little bit of both, right? Okay. So I'm not just gonna like, hey, do it, right? right. So we go together and kind of see how much spiel is and you know what I say, and then eventually get them to explain kind of the services that we do, and then kind of work them, and then eventually they're they're spirating the discussion for sure. One one thing that I hear from managers uh, is. Uh, they hate the no. Right. Yeah, when you go out to market right. and someone you ask if you could do something and, and no, or we're not going to let you do that right. or whatever. Okay. So how, how do you get them, how do you coach them to, to face that fear yeah. of, right. of handling a no and ha maybe a tactic or two yeah. to get around it? Well, it's the same thing with selling products. Yes. Or it's the same thing for asking if you want an MVP experience, yeah. right? It's the yep. same thing. So I think in, in, in generally, in everyday situations, someone's going to say no. 
Mm -hmm. you know, on average, with having done this for so long, almost 14 plus years, I can tell you out of 100 places, you might get one place say no. Wow. So it's really not that bad. Right. And even if they're saying no, they're not saying no to, to you. Right? Yes. They're not saying no, It John. feels so personal though, right? right? right. You know, like yeah, yeah, you've yeah. been personally yeah. rejected and they right. never want to talk to you so, again. So my advice is just, uh, you, we, all we're doing with local store marketing, we're, we're taking that excitement from the inside of the store, and, you know, because I, I, I see team members all the time from behind the chair, this is what we do, they show the lineup card, this is what we do, you know, we're taking that excitement, we're just taking it outside the store. That's all we're doing. Mm -hmm. So we're not selling anything, we're not soliciting, there's no money being exchanged, right? right. We're just personally inviting them to our shop. That's all we're doing. Yeah. And so I think if you take it that approach, um, will everyone say yes? No. But the people who say no, you kill them with kindness. So for example, the other day, I went to a Ross, and the manager was like, I'm sorry. A Ross here in, right Hawaii? in Hawaii? Okay. Yeah. And the manager was like, no, I'm sorry, we can't take any coupons. Mm -hmm. but, you know, and okay, well, thank you for your time. At least you know where we're at, yeah. and we want to take care of you. Thank you for your time. That's, mm -hmm. all, I, that's all you have to say. Right, right. You walk away. Does that mean that I'll never go back to that Ross ever again? Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> because when I experienced... Yeah, I could go back today. Right, and, and, it's assistant manager, or right. yeah, and, and told, uh -huh. oh, we love it. Great. Uh -huh. You know, so you just kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. And you're like, okay, well, that's great. Thank you so much for your time. Kill them with kindness. Don't make a big deal out of it. Right. right. Uh, it's all about risk reward. You know, a lot of people get intimidated with uh, the bigger places, right? The big corporate offices, because there's a lot oh, of people yeah. there, right? Yeah. And suits. And suits. Yeah, uh -huh. So what I tell people is, no matter who you're talking to. You're talking. To, I know it sounds silly, but you're talking to to humans. You're mm -hmm. talking to people. You're not talking yeah. to a robot, right? Yeah. So you just bring it to a level that you feel comfortable, right, you know. Right. Uh, and uh, just know that you're you're do them a favor. You're you're giving them some some benefits to come check you out. That's all you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Humans with hair that need haircuts, and probably half of right. them need a better haircut experience or, than what they or know someone have. needs a haircut. Right. Right. I mean, that, so if I'm giving someone a you know coupon, I'll give them a few extra for friends and family. Mm -hmm. You know, why not? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's an, it's a numbers game. So the, Chad, the best way to think about it is for every hundred coupons you give out, it's expect two to four back in a okay. matter of you yeah. know, six to eight weeks. Yeah. So we really have to think in terms of thousands of coupons, right? right? So like if I go out, I'm talking to team leaders and they're like, John, I'm doing a ton of marketing. My first question is, you know, what's the time? And, and oftentimes they're like oh, a couple hundred a week. Right. Well, best case situation, you're gonna drive in eight clients yeah. over two months, Yeah. probably not gonna move the needle. Mm -hmm. But having said that, it's also fine, we were talking about this earlier about the quantity, yes. the quality, right? Yep. So it doesn't make sense to go to like a Jiffy Lube and drop off 500 coupons for the sake of giving out 500 coupons. That's not smart either. So you have to find that fine balance of like quality and quantity. Right. So you want to be generous with coupons, but you don't want to be like overly ambitious giving up too many at a time. And you've, you've now been with Sport Clips for how long? I started in 2004, so wow. years, yeah. So, man, how many stores were there in 2004? Oh, man, like maybe a little over 200. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you've you've really seen it explode. Yeah. Uh, I started and... off as like an intern, actually. Okay. Working for, I don't know if you Tell know me. No, yeah. I don't know the story. Tell yeah. me. Yeah, so I started off, I was, went to ASU, go Sun Devils. You know? Okay. Uh, and so I was working for a, franchise, a team leader out there uh, and worked for two stores. And I wanted to experience, you know, with marketing because that's my major. And I was going through the, this is before they had like, internet before you could go online right like, yeah so i was like literally going through the books this and looking is, yeah, for internships. the old days yeah, the old days right flipping through the catalog of, of internships and i see sport clips and i'd never heard it before and i contact the team leader of the franchise his name is brian i'm like brian i'd love to work for sports clips Can you <laughs> I yes. my, my cover uh -huh. letter i said sports uh -huh. clips oh, so oh, he hired me literally gave me a box despite that he hired despite you. that yeah. despite uh -huh. that he hired me it looked fast and he said uh john here's some coupons have fun. He didn't tell me, didn't kick train me at all. Mm -hmm. So I kind of went into it. Like, he threw you into the pool and said, you got to learn to swim. Right, pretty yeah. much. And he, uh, so I did that. I'm like, what do I do with the, these coupons? I had no idea. No one told me what to do. So I literally taught myself every day. And even today, I'm still learning things new, right? Mm -hmm. But I taught myself what to say, what to do, how to approach things. And by the time I graduated, Sport Clips approached me like, we like what you're doing. 
we don't really have, uh, we're not doing this across the country. Can you please write together a job description based on what you're doing? Oh, my. And if we, we like what you see, right, then we'll hire you. So literally wrote my own job description and kind of moved up. To wow. You wrote right. your own job, essentially. Yeah, right. yeah you yeah. created it. Yeah. yeah. So that's, gosh, 14 years 14 uh, ago? 14 years, yeah. November. So uh, have you been involved with grand openings that whole time? A little bit, yeah, for the most part. Okay. For the most part. But uh, also help an existing store, too, because this can also apply to an existing store. Yeah, That's everything you're thing saying is... About local store marketing right. always apply to an existing uh, store. A, a store could take that and yeah. expect it's really boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Getting that stuff out there. That's right. Uh, I, I think the biggest challenge people have, though, to be honest, is just getting people to do it. Okay. Right? Because not everyone, uh, a lot of teams, I think out of a team of like eight to ten people, you'll, you'll find that there'll be like two or three that really like it. Yeah. Two or three actually dread it. Mm -hmm. And everyone's kind of between, right? So the rest are in between. So you got to find that marketing leader in that store. And I believe everyone has their, their strengths. So even if uh, someone may not, the hardest part about local store marketing is what I call icebreakers, breaking the ice, right? Going okay. out and, and yeah. introducing yourself to a random person and, and saying who you are. That's right. the hardest part. But the follow-up's not too bad. So if you can find that, you know, go to GameStop and you talk to John Smith and say, okay, John, you know, we're going to drop off some coupons and follow-up. Here's a relationship. You can delegate that to someone else on your team and say, okay, Susie, I'd really like you to talk to John. He's expecting you every couple of weeks. Can you just make sure they have coupons and, and we're good to go? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a, that should be done. That's, that's, a, that's a great tactic. Right. Uh, you've seen over the last 14 years how grand openings were done a decade ago sure. to where to what they're done now. How has the process been more streamlined and become more efficient in, in your eyes? We have a lot more tools available, which is nice. So, uh -huh. you know, the marketing toolkits are great. I mean, if Bama, what, what is that? Okay. Shout out to the BAM Online okay. because there's a lot of toolkits on there that have specific ideas and whether it's golf courses or Buffalo Wild Wings or GameStops or bowling alleys or weddings. Oh, so or, it's really by avenue. Oh, what, by what, avenue. Okay. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I want to get involved with schools, boom, there's a toolkit on how to get involved with schools and the ABCs of what to do. Right or uh, there's one about golf courses. There's one about uh, tuxedo rentals and weddings and, and you know uh, so those are super helpful mm -hmm. and there's there's a lot of tools. There's tracking sheets and a ton of local store marketing tools that are available that weren't available back in the day. And plus, I imagine there weren't seven or eight of you scattered across the country. No. <laughs> It was one guy yeah, right. who was going around. Yeah. yeah, I've got three more states. I've been all fifty. Oh wow. So, oh okay. What are they? Do you know? Rhode Island. Okay. All right. uh, Vermont and uh, West Virginia. So you have to open those. That's what, Shout okay. Out to those stores, okay. So those those three states, you got to be involved in a grand I do, opening. I do. Okay, yeah. that is our mission. That's my mission. All right, right to, if we choose to accept it. So other than uh, and I want to I want to respect our time here. Other than the challenges we've already kind of uh, faced and described in this podcast, are there any other challenges that you see that that brand new stores have to overcome besides the uh, the, the ones that we've been talking mostly about are hitting the ground and getting the coupons out. And yeah, I think being being consistent has got to be it's a challenge. I mean, behind the chair is super important. Okay. So, you know, shout out to behind the chair because buddy cards, those are so crucial. Yeah. And that's really where local store marketing starts is find out where your client works, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, where do you work? Mm -hmm. you, oh, you work at such and such building? Cool. Who do I need to talk to or, you know, so we can set you guys, hook you guys up with a discount yeah. or, you know, get the word out about sport clubs. Right. You know, using the clients, your client as your biggest advocate, I think makes the most sense. I like it. So that, that's a challenge too because a lot of people don't do that. To be honest. Give me, uh, can you give me, you've told me a South Dakota, uh, your, your drink was turning to ice. Yeah. Can you give me a, a crazy uh, grand opening story off the wall? You, you guys wouldn't believe that this has happened uh, out in the field kind of scenario. I uh, where was I? I was in like 
one of the 47 states that you've yeah, helped. I, was, I, I want to say it was Oklahoma. It was years okay. ago. And like literally I'm going to the airport and there's like a tornado. Oh, that <laughs> like, sounds like Oklahoma. <laughs> and it was uh, it was like in the distance, but I'm like, holy cow, you can see the funnel. Right. And I'm like driving to the airport. I'm like, yeah, my, I didn't catch my flight. Uh, you know, yeah. You had to go get a, a very, new change of clothes. and very yeah. Being in Arizona, we don't see that. Right. Um, I've kind of seen it all. It's, it's, it's been fun. I've kind of dealt with all situations. I've you mentioned people saying no. I've had a whole bunch of people tell me no, but you know what? I've had so many more people say yes. Yeah. So. Uh, what is the best part of your job? Every day is different. You know, uh -huh. and, and just talking to people, and, and I love, you know, when I'm talking to these businesses and engaging with them, I also like to ask them how their business is going and how their day's going, because I think people don't like to hear about, they want to talk about themselves, right? Right. So if I just go into a business, like I'm John with Sport Clips, and this is what we do, and we're found the blah, 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 I think it's more powerful when you're like, okay, well, Chad, how's, how are things going for you guys? Mm -hmm. You know, we appreciate you, and we want to take care of you, and but I'm also interested, sincerely, I'm interested in, like, how you guys are doing, right. you know, and that, that helps, too, I think, quite a bit. Well, and I, I imagine, I mean, having been here for 14 years, starting with 200 stores, now we're at over 1,700 right. stores, right. it's a lot easier when you go into markets now, and the name Sport Clips rings a bell for most people. For most people, but you know, to be honest, we mentioned earlier in the podcast, like, I'm here in Hawaii, the brand awareness right, is yes. not strong at all, yeah. because we're so isolated, right? And the other two stores are miles away, Yeah. so not many people have heard. And even, even the, the mom from New York had never heard of a sport clips. She she right. saw the logo and came over because she felt like right. it was a brand she could trust. Right. But even in New York and, and you know, kind of the uh, New England area, northern right. northeastern area, they still have that brand awareness stuff, and sure. that's why that local field marketing is so important. Because yeah. when you yeah. can't use the cachet of the name, right. you you got to get out there and do it yourself, yeah. and that's then right. bring people in, and they'll they'll be your biggest advocates. That's absolutely true. Uh, in any other words of advice, I have a, a surprise 10 questions I'm going to ask okay. you that you don't know about. Any, but Any words of advice is you just have to uh, just keep at it. And, you know, like anything mm -hmm. else, you got to learn something new every day, right? You got to mm -hmm. take something in. And you might not be perfect at it right away. And that's totally fine. Yeah. But uh, take take the positive, run with it, and take what you may, have, may improve and, and make it better. The biggest takeaway for me uh, from this podcast so far has been when you mentioned that not if you have a store of eight to ten team members they're right. not all going to want to do and they're be not, good yeah, at the right. field marketing stuff the local marketing sure. stuff but find that one who embraces it mm -hmm. loves the challenge mm -hmm. loves the interaction and uh and and really assign that give that person the power empower them, yeah for sure yeah empower Absolutely. them to go out and there and do you it you have to lead by example so if you're mm -hmm. a manager and you're not just like anything else and you're not doing it it's, it's gonna be hard to get yeah. everyone else to do it right yeah so you have to even if you're a manager and you don't like local marketing you have to step up and do it to get your team to do it. Well, I will say this. The managers that get the trophies at uh, Huddle and, oh, yeah. and walk across the stage and shake Gordon's hand, they've been doing the local yeah, marketing yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, so Absolutely. that's excellent. Okay, yeah. let me ask you these 10 questions. Then I know you actually have to go do some local marketing stuff, so i got to get <laughs> no, you out of here eventually. These are just 10 fun questions. Okay. I can't ask any follow-up, but what I haven't told my other guests is I can secretly judge you for the answer. I oh, won't I won't okay. do it on, on the podcast, but okay. behind the scenes, I might be going, wow, I can't believe that person replied this way. So anyways, okay. here are the 10 questions. Uh, number one, which superpower would you most like to have? I think I'd be like to be like Mystique. I don't, you know, she, yes, like, X-Men. Yeah, okay. be able to like, transform anything. Oh, I like it. Okay. <laughs> I've never had someone choose the opposite sex of what they are <laughs> as an... Okay, again, I'm not judging. I'm just saying... Into, yes, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Uh, what is your personal motto? Uh, seize the day, carpe diem. Other than where you live now, 
where else in the world would you most like to live? Oh, in the world. Wow. Um, yep. The world is your oyster. Probably Australia would be really cool. Australia. Have you ever been there? I've never been to Australia, but I'd love to, okay. love to go. we got to get the sport clips. Yeah, Canada, Australia's yeah, next. There you go. Other than where you live now, where else? Oh, I already asked that. Who is a celebrity you would most like to meet one day? George Lucas. George Lucas. Yeah. I, I love it. You're not a geek. I'm not judging. <laughs> uh, which words or phrases do you most overuse? Uh, cheers. Cheers? Cheers. Okay. Like even when I'm marketing, I'm only like, All cheers. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. What sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise do mm -hmm. I love? And it can't be the plates banging in the background of this uh, area of the hotel where we are. Um, uh, I love my, my kids saying I love you. That oh, that's awesome. Yes. That's, that's great. Especially since you've been away from them yeah. all week. Yeah. Uh, what sound or noise do you hate? Oh, nails on a chalkboard. Nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. I thought maybe you are going to see a tornado in the distance or something. <laughs> that's uh, that's what profession other than your own would you have been good at or at least have wanted to try? Oh, a profession. Um, maybe like a professional esports player. Uh, what kind? But esports. Oh, esports. Yeah. Okay. Are you video good? At, are you do? I do play you my be... favorite video games. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite? Um, I'm more of a retro guy. Okay. So I play the retro old school. Old school. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you consider your greatest achievement? Um, my family. Your family. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And last. If heaven indeed exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome and good job. Okay. Love those answers. Uh, John, thanks so much for joining us. We've had John Lester here today on this edition of the Sport Clips Hall of Fame podcast. Appreciate your time, John. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And we will uh, do this again soon. Thanks, everybody. Cheers.